Welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams Podcast, an interview-style talk show that's your gateway to the fabulous and fascinating people who relocated to start a new life. Whether you're new to our podcast or your city, our fellow neighbors from across Canada, North America, and the entire English-speaking world share their stories of reaching new horizons and big dreams. So sit back and relax as we navigate in-depth and intimate conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, creatives, and anyone who can share their story about their new town, big dreams. And now, here's your host, Luke J. Menkes. So, Olga, thank you for coming today. Thanks for inviting me. You came to Kelowna in 2013. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the story, why you chose to come here? Um, I feel like Kelowna chose me. I, I didn't even know where I, where I was going exactly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, me and my uh, ex, we started working remotely from Poland uh, for the tech company. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, they invited us over and I tagged along. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, but I figured, well, it's going to be an adventure. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty magical because... Uh, our boss uh, rented the place that we just looked at online. Mm-hmm. We had no idea how it's going to be, really. Right. And we arrived uh, late at night, and the house looked cool, but we couldn't really see much outside. And um, the morning was magical, because we just woke up and started discovering the yard, the neighborhood. Wonderful. It was right by... Uh, Pritchard Park on mm-hmm. Pritchard Drive. Yeah. In West, in West Kelowna. So, yeah, I was amazed. So, so you did you know anything about Kelowna before you came? On I trip? just looked looked it up on Google Maps, really. Right? I didn't know much. <laughs> and did I understand you correctly? You came all the way from Poland yes, yes. To, for a Straight trip here. here yes. And the sun came up and you were in love with yes. the city. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, tell us what you do. I know you're an artist, you're into singing, yeah, so tell um, us about your experience in Cologne. For that. many years I have been a graphic designer, mostly freelance, mm-hmm. and I started doing more graphic design work to coming here. Mm-hmm. But I also started being pulled, called towards doing my art, that yeah. I, have been, I haven't had a chance to do much in Poland. Mm-hmm. And as I started doing art, I also started meeting... Um, Great people, and people who have encouraged me to to go back to singing. Mm-hmm. This was something that I also abandoned, and uh, and somehow it started happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm curious about Poland. Uh, I've visited many countries in Europe, but never Poland. Um, what, what's it like there? How is it different from Kelowna? How is it? Oh, the uh, well, the the f- phone bills, energy bills, mm. and banking—they're a lot cheaper. Is that right? <laughs> and the drivers are a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a sense of like efficiency on the road. Mm. This was a thing that was that was the main thing that started bothering me since since I came here. Mm-hmm. That people don't really pay much attention to other users of the road and mm. it was like 
what's going on? I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get it. Right. Um, and utility bills very cheap compared yeah. to here. Like, what would a typical electric bill be? Um, depends on what kind of house, I guess, but uh, be probably 20, 30 bucks per month. Wow. Much better. So you used to be a singer and an artist, and this was something that kind of faded away in yes, your life, and yes. you got back into it. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you first started singing and mm-hmm. doing art? I've, I've been singing lots just by myself uh, when I was a kid, and uh, but it hasn't been really maintained until I, I went to the... College. Mm-hmm. I, I was around sixteen, and uh, so I started getting some actual lessons. And mm. yeah, it was uh, interesting. Soon after that, I started singing in a couple of bands in Poland. In Poland, yeah. And I had great contacts, but when I um, when I passed my exams to the Academy of Fine Arts. And then this education continued for another five years. I mm-hmm. didn't have time to to do both, uh, right. and kind of lost the contacts. And it so, dissolved naturally. Right. So, what happened in Kelowna to get you back into art and to sing? Uh, since I was working part time, I just had lots of free time and. Mm-hmm. I just I knew that it's something that I want to do because mm. everything here is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, involved with the Kelowna Arts Council. Yes. And yes. tell us the story of how you connected with them. And- oh, that's very interesting. I uh, I was standing outside um, my studio mm-hmm. talking to a basking friend, and another um, person joined in. I think it was Darian. Uh, Sanders, and uh, he he heard me sing because I was like shyly singing uh, a little bit, and like you should totally come to uh, to a songwriter's studio. It's mm. that was an I'm not sure if you are aware, but um, several years ago there was this initiative. Um, musicians would gather, um, they would um, pick someone's song, and mm-hmm. then. All of the musicians together would just jam along, and okay. they would record it together. Interesting. Yeah. And so you started to get into that, and yeah, you said, yeah. I uh, went you, there, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> my dream!" So yeah. just filled with artists, yes, so many yes, artists. Yes, yes. And you mentioned someone heard you shyly singing. So mm-hmm. you were. Uh, do you feel like you've totally come out of your shell now? And you can perform it in front of people? I would say I'm like 80% out of my show. <laughs> <laughs> you still get stage fright? Uh, when I'm performing by myself, it's a little bit more intimidating. Mm. But when I'm with my band, there's nothing that's holding me back. Right. Yeah, it's, it's good to have someone kind of holding you back, like mm. holding you, your back, <laughs> <laughs> right. being, um, yeah, supporting you. and. And what's uh, what's the name of your band? Uh, my band's name is Beardy and the Beast. And who came up with the name? 
Oh no, actually, actually, I just joined them. Uh, okay. They were already a band, and uh, I stumbled upon them really at uh, at a rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually right next to uh, the house that um, we're renting. Right. Um, so, yeah, I started singing, and then they heard me, and it kind of worked. Mm. Because they you, they so. do like singing harmonies and I just joined singing harmonies and it was it, that was some chemistry and that's how it happened. Nice. Do you perform live with the band? Yes, a lot. Yes, and not what? not a lot, not so much. Like, but especially in winter because one of the bandmates, uh, his his work is outside of town, quite far. Mm. Uh, he's running a lodge up in the mountains, so doesn't have much time to come right to enter but yeah it usually kind of light lives up in in the summer mm-hmm. so what kind of music would you describe it i'd call it space folk space folk so is it like electronic with folk or not so much electronic although they're i would say that the the harmonies and what I'm adding to the mix gives gives this music a little bit a little bit more spaciousness and mm. interesting like weirdness. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder um, if you have a track, a song that you can share. So we've had I think seven or eight musicians mm-hmm. come on the show, and then we end the show with a mm-hmm. little uh, audio of their mm-hmm. performance or mm-hmm. recorded track. So if you've got something. You'd like to share uh, with our audience? You could email it. Sure, to okay. us. That'd be yeah, great. And um, you believe that there's uh, great health benefits, mental and physical health benefits, to singing yes. and dancing. Tell us a little bit about that. Your discovery of mm-hmm. of the connection. It is connected with my coming out of my shell. It was mm. a long process and. Part of it was just like believing in myself and that I can do that, like, and not judging myself. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I was like, I was really drawn to uh, chanting, uh, just like without any cultural backgrounds and you know connotations, just chanting, just releasing sound. And I've noticed that it's actually super, like, centering and mm. quiets the mind a lot. Yeah. I've heard that uh, chanting is a really good thing to do for meditation. Mm-hmm. Like, if uh, when I try to meditate, um, a lot of times I get very restless and I can't quiet the mind down. Mm-hmm. And I hear that chanting can yes. really help the center. Yes, exactly. The it just shuts the mind off. Right. And you just, you're focused on, you have to really focus on your breathing. Right. There's nothing else. It's just you, your voice. And do the chants have any meaning in themselves? Like, are you singing a mantra or, mm, or it's just like a sound? Um, I don't really, I don't need mantras. Um, I'm not like, I mean, the mantras are a bit more devotional and they have other purposes, but um, kind of like prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not about that in my case. I just uh, let it out, and sometimes it ha- does come with emotional release mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah. Uh, just 
So it's the sound, it's the focus, and yes, yeah. And um, you've been diving into the subject of the mind body connection. Mm-hmm. So, are you reading books? Are you uh, attending Exploring workshops? A, or, uh, yes, attending some workshops, uh, five rhythm dance yeah. workshops. Uh, but most of all, we're just I'm joining the people on the floor uh, every week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's held at Italian Center uh, every Thursday okay. at 7. And we have a very tight, small group. And mm-hmm. just come and leave everything behind the door. And it's similar like to chanting. It just has, you just have to listen to your body, what mm-hmm. it tells you to do. Yeah. Just follow that. So there's a great connection here. Right. And um, tell us about the songwriter's studio. Mm-hmm. Where is it and what happens there? Yeah, that's the songwriter studio uh, is where it, all, where it all started for me. Uh, unfortunately, it's not happening anymore. Uh, it was so it's run, clo- closed? Yes, it, it, was, uh, it was run by uh, Kelowna Arts Council in cooperation with Music City Studios. Mm-hmm. It was a small recording studio. Now it has moved. Uh, and Mike Pedersen was running the studio. Mm-hmm. Still is, but it's just the location changed and kind of um, died off, uh, as, as many things uh, change. But mm-hmm. it was going on for a few years, I believe. And there were some, uh, they have a SoundCloud account with, uh, with several recordings that they have formed there. Oh, okay. So it's also worth checking out. Yeah, definitely check that out. Now, you described, I haven't seen your artwork, but in your bio, you described your art as somewhat crazy looking. Yeah. Can you describe it for us? Like, what does it look like? Um, What kind of topics do you like to paint? um, Yeah, that's the thing. I always felt kind of weird because I I couldn't follow the rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like some people have their distinct style of painting. Mm-hmm. I was just searching and searching and searching, and I thought, well, maybe at some point I should actually focus on what one thing, but it never came to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everything you do looks different? Um, yes, many things. There are like short series of things that might look similar, but it's, they are, yeah, they're very different. Would you describe it as like abstract? Some of them are abstract, but I would say it's a mixture of abstract and realism. Mm. Uh, do you have a website or an Instagram account where we can I, check some of that out? I have a website. Uh, it's uh, mindcrafted.ca. Okay. I'll probably have a solo show coming up uh, on June 9th okay. at Milk Crate Records. Uh, and you're going to be singing? Yes. Do you play any instruments as well? Uh, I'm looping my voice and then improvising to that. Uh, I also play a bit of a piano, uh, but it's not really my major. I just started and um, so I'm not as good to come up on stage right. <laughs> and, and perform. But I got myself a piano to compose music, and it helps with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and where June 9th, where will that be? 
Milk Crate Records. Milk Crate Records. Um, trying to picture where that is. It's on uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. So that's a recording studio. Is that no, right? That's, that's the record store. Oh, yeah, right. So it's kind of, it's not too far from the um, Mama's, uh, the pasta house there at the Italian restaurant, I think. But yeah. we'll find it. <laughs> we'll put a link to it. Um, okay. That's great. All right. Anything else? Uh, well, my band uh, released uh, for their first EP on uh, February 22. Uh, so our music is available also online on iTunes and other. Nice. That's Beardy and the Beast. That's Beardy and the Beast. Excellent. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast with your host, Luke Menkes, and his authentic guests. And we love our listeners and hope you subscribe now to learn more about the amazing journeys of our incredible guests who relocated to find a new town, big dreams. And remember, make your dreams big.